Warning, we get super excited in this podcast. We may even drop a few S and F words. If you don't like to hear that thing, we're sorry, but not sorry. Maybe make sure no one is around that doesn't like those kind of words because I don't even know how many times we said them. Probably a lot. Enjoy. Who are you, by the way? Oh, yeah. Did you want to? Yeah, maybe we should start it again. <laughs> it just occurred to me. They don't fucking know who we are. You actually don't know the difference of voices. Okay, cool. All right, we'll start again. And it's just so great to meet you finally. Jokes. <laughs> My fucking God, what am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> maybe we should just like talk like normal people. <laughs> All right, I'm just going to talk like we would normally. Hey everyone, it's Rachel Kujip here. So we wanted to kick off the first season of our pod with a little bit more info about us. And so I'm here with Sophia Ovs. And I wanted Sophia to tell you a little bit more about how we met because I think it's actually kind of interesting and speaks a lot to how we run business and why we started this podcast. So Sophia, take away our little story. Thanks, Rach. Yeah, I'm Sophia Cahoon and we're both business owners and we came across each other after I was listening to a podcast that Rachel featured on and I thought she sounded very savvy, very smart and a lot of fun. And so, (laughs) my pleasure. (laughs) So I do what I do best and I stalked the shit out of her and found her amazing website, got in touch. At that point, I wasn't looking to start a business at all. I mean, I wanted to one day, but it wasn't on my radar at that point. Started off with getting some career help from Rach in terms of some copy to fix up my, I think it was my LinkedIn at that stage and my resume and stuff like that and do job applications and just basically work out exactly who I was and what I wanted to apply for and, you know, hopefully kick some goals in the job world. And then one day I said to Rach, you know what, you know how I mentioned I wanted to start a business? I think I'm going to go for it. Do you reckon I should? And I was like, hell no. (laughs) It's like, no, please go home and no. So after I think I'm pretty sure I encouraged, I'm pretty sure I encouraged you, right? I can't really remember. Did I encourage you? I mean, you made me do the work. Good. Okay. That's good to know. Old Rachel did the right thing. Cool. Old Rachel was very savvy. She made me do the work. (laughs) She made me put in the effort to make sure that that actually was the right decision at that point in time. Not that you can ever know perfectly, but yeah, we got to know each other through working with each other. And then as things progressed, I mean, we both freaking love podcasts. We're obsessed with it. I mean, Rachel also has a lot of experience as a reporter, I would say, you could say. Is that fair? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not traditional. I've got like a journalism background, not traditional reporter, but yeah, I get up on stage a little bit and I kind of know how to hold a microphone, you know. You know how to interview people. You know how to structure questions and answers. Yep. So, yeah, I thought, uh, yeah, I thought Rachel would be an awesome person to do a podcast with. And I contacted her asking that very question. And then she said yes. And then I lost my mind (laughs) with excitement. I feel like we're kind of asking each other, like, on a date. It's like, do you really, really like me? Yeah, I really, really like you. Do you want to 
let's start a podcast. Yes, please. Oh my God, this is so exciting. <laughs> it really was like that. It really was. Because, <laughs> you know, I guess um, it's nerve wracking putting yourself out there and asking for help with something from someone you really respect and admire. And yeah, that's how we kind of got to this point in a very summarized version. But Rach, help us dig deeper into this beautiful love story. Yeah, let's take a step back. I want to ask you, how did you even get into business? How did you start this, this, this current business? Well, I always joke, but not really, that I'm allergic to nine to five ways of working and just nine to five office. So I did what everyone did, you know, did my multiple university degrees, um, travel a little bit, worked overseas, came back. And I just remember sitting there one day, I must've been like the first, I don't even think I've been working full time in an office for a year. Let's be honest. And I was like, is this it? Like, is this what I'm supposed to do for the rest of my life? I so sad. Like my back was aching my eyes were sore. Um, and I know it sounds really dramatic, but I actually suffer from migraines and working in an office, it did actually make it hell for me, like physically and mentally hell, like the lights, I finished sit for so long, um, all of like the arguments and, you know, bureaucracy, et cetera. I just didn't really, um, just didn't gel well with who I was as a person. And like I said, you know, my physical health. And so I just, I'm pretty sure it was like 22 and I was like, nah, I've got to get out of this. I don't know how I had all these dreams of being a manager, et cetera. One day of a marketing team or something glorious like that. And um, yeah, I just started asking lots of business owners um, how they did it, how they ran their business. Started, you know, trying to build up my writing career all the way back when I was 22, um, nearly 33 now. And yeah, it just started from then. I didn't really know what I was doing. I just knew I wanted to do other things, um, multi-passionate lifestyle. So I just kept on pushing and pushing. And then it wasn't until... 2014 when I'd been living in Bangladesh for a year prior to that and I was pretty much running my own business over there and having to manage my own time um, that I just decided to take the leap I was like I can't do this anymore I'm getting offers to do cool things and attend speaking events and write articles like work is stopping me from doing these things yeah so I kind of quit my day job and started doing this full time again didn't really know what I was doing and um here I am all that time later doing my doing my own thing still figuring it out as I go definitely don't know the answers to everything but I mean that's why um I suppose we started the pod and why we do what we do so Sophie your journey is kind of similar to mine though it's not too different is it in the sense that you hated nine to five and have always wanted to do a whole bunch of other stuff as well Totally. I think we are in different stages. You've obviously been doing it for a lot longer. And before we get more into my journey, can I just clarify how long had you been working before, like, so you said you're about 22. How long Mm -hmm. have you been working in an office environment for, do you think at that stage? Well, I think we need to go back slightly further. I've been working since you legally can. So what's that 14 years and nine months or something? Domino's Pizza, Village Cinemas, when I was at university, I was managing marketing communications for the Tasmanian Chamber of Commerce and Industries. I've worked at a bank. I've done all of the work and I want to premise that not to say like, oh my God, I've done all the things, but to sort of make sense of why it happened so quickly. So like by the time I, you know, I've run retail stores, I was a manager, like literally area manager of stores, everything. I've done all of the different industries at high management levels at um, 
before I was 22 and by 25. Um, so when I was in London in 22, yeah, I was a marketing manager of five magazines and their corresponding websites and print runs. And then I was a training manager um, at like 23, 24, um, got back, did more work. And it wasn't until I was 28, I believe, when I quit nine to five and went full time in my business. So very young, um, but I do have a lot of experience prior to that, which I want to point out that it wasn't just a couple of years, um, you know, career. Like I felt like I'd already had quite an established working career at that stage. So what, 15 to 28 is actually quite, quite a long time. It, it certainly is. And we talk a lot about uh, ageism and experience and skill development and qualifications and all of these topics and also wisdom and what that means in some of our later podcast episodes. So to be sure to check them out. But I think that's a really good clarifying point. And thanks for sharing that, Rach, because I was in a similar position. So I had worked as young, you know, as soon as I could, I had worked in my family business and had gone through, decided to do some university, wasn't really sure what I was going to do. So I don't recommend that, by the way, FYI. Uh, But that's the path I took. I went straight from schooling, straight into university, no gap year, no travel, no life experience, straight into university. Uh, and thought I was going to have a very traditional career and climb up through the corporate ladder was one of my thoughts. But then I also had an inkling that I might start some maybe businesses on the side or do something else because I'd always helped run family businesses and been involved with lots of different small business owners. I had was heavily involved in sport and coaching in sport as well. So I had a lot of experience, I guess, with teaching, being responsible uh, and dealing with people. So I knew that I enjoyed that and that I wanted to maybe pursue that one day. But certainly by the time we met, I was very much still on the traditional career ladder. I didn't think it was an option for someone my age uh, or with my experience and skills to start a business yet. But uh, I was lucky enough to meet yourself and realize that, no, I was definitely ready. So again, I I think I was actually quite old to start my first proper, uh, I guess, online business based business, non-traditional business. You, you see these young entrepreneurs coming through now in their early 20s. You know, I was 29. Yeah, I mean, I was 29, 30, and that makes me feel old to be entering into the online business space. So anyway, that's cool. <laughs> that's how it happened. Yeah. Yeah, that's how it happened. And uh, that's how we kind of met. But uh, in terms of, I guess, then transitioning to this, wanting this different lifestyle as well, which was a big driver for me and what we, ha- you know, really do have in common you know, I love traveling and I realized that there was a different way to live and work. And that for me, success factor wasn't how many dollars I had in the bank. It was the experience and lifestyle that I was living and that I certainly didn't want to just work and retire at the age, you know, 65, 70, uh, which is what you're realistically looking at now. Uh, I wanted to start enjoying my life from tomorrow, basically. So I wanted to put plans in place to make that happen. And again, that was a driving force for me to start my own business. And uh, yeah, I was really struggling too with a lot of the factors of working in a traditional job as a woman, uh, which, you know, the whole glass ceiling, uh, inequality around pay and promotions and opportunities was very extremely frustrating for me. And I also had uh, some issues with, yeah, back pain, shoulder pain, RSI, tennis elbow, lots of things going on just from doing work that really wasn't uh, suitable for the amount of time they expected you to do it for. And also I just wasn't, I didn't have an outlet to be creative and uh, bring my best self to work. You know, I wasn't 
able to come up with amazing, innovative, creative ideas anymore. I was, I was getting burnt out by that grind of just having to be in a certain place for a certain amount of hours and not having freedom or control over my life. Oh yeah. I definitely can relate to that. Like I remember sitting, like I said, in the office job and I like a really hard worker, as you know, Sophia, like I need to actually learn to take a chill pill and how to have a holiday. You know, when you like lay by the pool and read a book, like I do that for like an hour or like smash the book and like a day, I'm like, I'm done. Like I don't actually know how to chill, but I found myself eventually sitting at the office and I would do a week's worth of work in half a day and sit there and I just got lazier and lazier and I could just see my brain getting more sluggish. I just thought of ways that I could get the work done quicker that would meet everyone's standards and not actually use any of my creativity, any thought process. And I mean, I wasn't a bad employee. I actually think I was still quite good, but I just could see that I wasn't reaching my potential and I just didn't care. I'd go home and, you know, read magazines, eat chocolate, buy clothes. And then I realized that's not really the lifestyle that I wanted. And then every time something cool would happen, I'd be like, oh, I've got asked to speak at this event or can I attend this event or can I do this training course? I'll just be told no, like that's not your job. And I'd be like, but don't you want me to be a better employee? Like, don't you want me to be a better person? And I pretty much got told no so many times that I was like, this just is not going to happen for me. Um, And I think we are seeing it more and more for millennials in our age group are realizing that traditional workplaces don't suit us. And I, and I hope that traditional workplaces do change. And I think they are adapting because obviously running a business isn't for everyone. And I don't think we should all quit nine to five and run a business. And this podcast definitely um, is not that at all. But it's funny how our stories are so similar. And I think the listeners of this podcast are going to really resonate with wanting, yeah, to carve their own path, business path, and to have like a multi-passionate lifestyle, spend time with family, friends, eat well, exercise, journal, you know, meditate, go for runs, go on holiday. Like it kind of just seems like the simple stuff. Yeah. But yeah, live a full life. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, oh my God. Like I just, I just want to get up in the morning when there is not an alarm clock, just when I wake up and we're like, yes, like it's some amazing thing. It's not, it's, it's just life. But uh, yeah. So I guess, you know, that leads us into this podcast because we, you know, fell in love, um, started businesses, started working <laughs> together. And then we're like, hey, like, let's start a podcast. And I guess for Sophie's doing like a love symbol right now. I was like, I love you too. Um, so I guess the reason why I wanted to start a pod though, because you can, you know, follow us on Insta and read our own stuff on our own websites is because we wanted a safe space to talk about some of the issues. I mean, we were having these conversations ourselves, you know, I was like messaging Sophia on Facebook, you know, like Friday night being like, Oh my God, all of this stuff happened, help. And Sophia was doing the same. And then we realized that no one in the business world was doing this openly. It was, wasn't, was not questioning the way to run a business. Like we do with our nine to five lifestyle is what I'm getting at. And so we want to create a pod that, yeah, that allowed us to question the way that things are done in business. Would you agree? That's why we started it. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, I feel, I think I felt like we were just two kindred spirits in business because we weren't the same as the other people that we were seeing. And we know there's more of us that exist out there, but we're just not connected yet. And we want to be connected. We want to connect savvy business women who want to make a difference, who want to do business in a way that is right for them. And like, it might not even be the same as us. 
you know, you might, I'm not saying that we're trying to make this whole new like 10 step plan for you to follow. That's like the opposite of what we want to do, but we want to just put some ideas out, different ideas out there and challenge you to challenge the way that you show up in your business and how you want to be, you know, for better words, these are Rachel's amazing words, but be seen and heard and have some clarity about what that is for you. It doesn't have to be, we don't want it to be the same as us. It's going to be different from us. We want you to actively and aggressively question who you are in business and what you want that to look like and what success means for you. That's, I think, so important to both of us is to constantly question that because don't you worry, Rachel and I constantly get sucked into the vortex of some of this trashy stuff that's going on in business and we feel like we're getting tumbled around and we have to pull each other out still constantly. It's an ongoing battle, uh, but there's more and more of us finding each other and supporting each other to create a space where we can be who we want to be in business and be successful. Yeah, definitely. And hopefully, you know, you'll find people through listening to this podcast as well. Other people will be commenting, hopefully, and the podcast will resonate. And not only will we find people, that you will be able to find uh, people too. So, you know, our podcast open to pretty much like anyone. Yes, it is focused on women. Predominantly, we talk about service-based businesses because that's what we do. But I know that a lot of product-based businesses and people who are thinking of or about to exit the traditional career will get a lot of value from this too because like Sophia and I said we are at different stages of our business so we're trying really really hard to share those two different stages you know early to intermediate and um, more advanced but in saying that like we've said we're constantly learning we do not have all of the answers we're right there learning with you and so we have put a lot of emphasis on making sure what we share is practical, but also based on evidence, um, you know, things we've read, which we'll share in our show notes. Um, so it's not just us sharing stories and talking at you, um, although we kind of do share a lot of stories, swear a little bit, get a little bit excitable. But um, yeah, we always bring it back to what we've read, to what we know to be true. I talk a lot about marketing research. Um, Sophia talks a lot about the other books she's read, the other podcasts um, that she's listened to. So, you know, take some time to read through the show notes. We've put a lot of um, work into them. And if you like the resources, let us know. And we'll keep um, adding to our resource list. Um, before we finish up, Sophia, is there anything else you want people to know about you besides, I don't know, your dog Stan? <laughs> all the other cool stuff you do outside of the pod do you want to like talk about that yeah I mean I just want to I guess clarify very quickly what it is that each of us do because we do work together a lot but we do have a we do have quite different skill sets I guess there is some overlap in the coaching space but generally we're quite separate because we come from quite different worlds so uh, for me, it's all around that strategic piece, business planning, and I'm a chartered accountant. So I have a lot of years looking at numbers and understanding how they can help people be more successful in business. And Rachel, I'll throw to you to give a quick summary of what it is that really sums up your business and what you're trying to achieve. Sure. Well, um, I always start by saying, obviously, typical millennial woman, so I do all of the things. So I'm a copywriter, marketing coach, speaker and teacher. So I also teach at various universities um, throughout Melbourne. I teach media and communications there. Like Sophia, we've got our degrees. So we've got a degree in business management, a degree in journalism and a master's degree in international development. 
don't ask me how they all relate together. I'm still trying to figure <laughs> that out myself and I still not sure how it relates to my business sometimes. But um, in saying that, what I'm focusing on at the moment is helping women get the financial freedom that they want and need so they can live their multi-passionate lifestyle like I'm talking about, you know, so their business supports how they want to show up in the world, all the things they want to do and doesn't prevent them, I guess, from doing the things they love. Like I said, everything from meditating to holidays to writing a book, which is what I'm also doing. So yeah, different backgrounds, um, different approaches to business in some ways. But again, like I said, pretty same, same. We're both figuring it out. We're both trying to, um, yeah, kind of like support each other. Yeah. And I think we talk about it in a different podcast, but you know, we're very different, but at the same time we have very similar values. So that's kind of how we can always come back and, and have a, an open and frank conversation about things doesn't mean we always agree and we don't want to always agree we want to um, give you different perspectives throughout the podcast episodes but uh, we do have very similar values and we hope that if you're listening to this podcast uh, those values will resonate with you as well Um, for me I you know obviously really care about people being passionate about what they do and having the time and space to do what they love that's you know it's my cheesy tagline that I freaking love that Rachel helped me with Uh, yeah (laughs) Because, you know, life's too short and I don't want you getting caught up in all the admin and day-to-day tasks. I want you to be putting your time and energy into the things that make an impact and that are truly, you know, that's your unique value that you're adding in your business. So between Rach and I, I think we've got you very well covered. And if we don't have the answer, we, we know someone fantastic that will. So uh, you're going to get a lot, of, lot from this pod. It's not just us chatting, although we do love a good chat. Uh, there's lots of practical advice in here for you as well. Definitely. So to wrap up our little intro pod so you can get listening to all the other good stuff that we've shared with you. Um, if you love what you hear on the pod, please give us a shout out on our Instagram handle, which is I Made a Thing podcast. You know, share it with your mates, start the community. Like I said, we want this to be a discussion, not just us preaching at you, selling our stuff. We actually want each other um, and all of you to be talking and sharing and helping us out too. If there's a topic you want us to cover or a thing you want us to read or a thing you don't agree with even, like let us know. We want to chat about it. And yeah, like I said, we don't have all the conversations. That's why, I mean, we don't have all the answers. That's why we want to start the conversation. So feel free uh, to reach out to us. There's also a website where you can find all of the episodes. You can check us out on our individual websites. We'll put the details um, in the show notes and yeah, hopefully we'll see you online. We'd love to hear from you. And like Rach said, feel free to disagree with us. We are all about a bit of a debate, particularly in this business, women in business space. So hit us up and thank you so much.